0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. Final segment of today's episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, Before we jump into the topic, and the topic is loneliness. I know it's a dark and gloomy uh, topic, but... Uh, there are some tips on how to fight back. The editorial board of the Deseret News has outlined some, I think, very effective tips, and I've also got some ideas of my own. Before we get into that, I want to invite you to download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by any hour services. You download that wherever uh, you get your apps, either on the iPhone uh, or the Android device. You'll be able to tune into the program, stay up to date on all things uh, important to, to your life and your livelihood and the community and all that. Great reporters here at KSL News Radio contributing to the news there available. Also, of course, tune in anywhere with the KSL News Radio app powered by any hour services. So the the position is this. This is not only a pandemic of uh, of a medical nature, it is also a pandemic of loneliness. That is the assertion of the editorial board and the call is to fight back. I totally get this. I get this 100%. Now, I know I'm, I'm blessed to uh, I have my beautiful wife at home and uh, pretty little baby Piper, who today, by the way, turns 10 months old. So happy uh, birthday to little baby Piper, uh, 10 months. To, did, did he, uh, a- after a year, I stopped celebrating the month milestones, right? Well, I- I'm still new at this, and so it's 10 months means something to me. Uh, anyway, uh, I- I'm lucky to-, to share a home, of course, with my beautiful family. Uh, but loneliness... Uh, Still can creep in, even in that uh, circumstance. And I have uh, I've felt it. I have been uh, without the company of many members of my family, extended family and friends. And uh, I, I miss them. I miss them. And it wears on me. You know, it's tougher, uh, it's tougher to, to you know, feel part of a community uh, when you have nearly no access to that community. Now, things are starting to lighten up, and we're uh, able to move around a little bit more and see some friends and family uh, with a little bit more flexibility. But always in the back of your mind, there is this, uh, there's this fear and this element of, are, are we doing the right thing? Is this okay? And it, uh, it wears on you, yeah, and sometimes it can move you to, uh, to isolate more so than is even necessary. And that's loneliness. And it's also dangerous. The editorial board writes, loneliness has the distinction of predating COVID-19 and surely outliving it once the virus gets under control. It is a true health crisis, one whose symptoms are mostly hidden and whose cure won't be devised in a lab. The country's challenge should be to identify and quell isolation as COVID-19 rages while building habits that continue Fighting solitude once the virus subsides. Before I get to the tips that the editorial board lays out and that I bring to the table myself, I want you to hear from an expert. So you you know it's not just me uh, and the editorial board speaking, but rather uh, the experts. A researcher at Brigham Young University, Julianne Holt Lundstad, uh, has this to say on how loneliness can actually affect people.
1: So we have robust evidence now of the long-term negative health effects of being socially isolated and, and loneliness and conversely the protective effects of being socially connected. What my research has also shown is that when we looked across the myriad of ways in which we can connect to people socially, perceptions of support increased odds of survival by 35%. So what that suggests is that even the mere perception of the availability of support can uh, really go a long way in helping not only our emotional well-being, but our physical health.
2: This is so much more than just a touchy-feely, oh, you know, emotional type thing. All right, this, as you just heard described by the the researcher, this translates into our actual... Physical health. In in fact, uh, there are other studies that have shown that the quality of your social relationships uh, can have as much of an effect on uh, on mortality, uh, your mortality risk factors as tobacco, alcohol, and obesity. And and when you're lonely, when you're isolated, sometimes you develop. And this is the research. Uh, I'm not talking about you. Uh, you're you're probably the exception. But if you're not, uh, the research says that uh, if you are isolated and locked down uh, and if you uh, have a bleak outlook on things, that your physical health d- d- starts to diminish and your habits can deteriorate. You may slip back uh, into some bad habits you've had throughout life. And what does that mean ultimately? Well, it goes back to a conversation we had just yesterday, which is that uh, 96 Or I'm sorry, 94 percent of all those who have uh, passed away from the coronavirus have done so alongside uh, having other comorbidities. Right? These uh, the the high risk elements, Uh, and those can come about if you aren't mindful uh, of your own circumstances. And in this case, it's loneliness. You got to keep your mind busy or everything can just fall apart. Uh, that researcher, uh, Julianne holt Lundstead, she wants people to be uh, mindful of all of this. And she has a, a suggestion on what ought to do.
1: But my hope is that with this, uh, that we are going to see greater awareness of, of the importance of being socially connected. And that through this awareness, that we can take action and that we can see more positive changes and come together as a community.
2: Last word from Holt, and then we'll get to the tips.
1: In order for others to perceive that we are available to them uh, for support, we need to really show others that we are available, whether that be reaching out through telephone calls, leaving notes on the door, uh, dropping uh, supplies off for our neighbors, uh just showing that we are available if they need it can go a long way in helping them uh, cope and get through this.
2: All right. Now, here is what the editorial board lays out. And I, uh, I'm going to give this stuff a shot myself. Uh, it says, this week, we invite all to do three simple things. Number one, make a phone call to someone who is outside of your immediate family. While the tech of choice is... For the pandemic is video chat, a phone call uniquely places the participants in their own world rather than forcing them to look at poorly rendered mirror images of themselves. This is what I've been doing. I, uh, when I'm in the car alone, I will grab the phone and I'll ask Siri to, uh, to call some uh, maybe high school friend or some college friend or someone from, uh, from way back in life and just reconnect with no agenda, just saying, hey, how you doing? Uh, what's new? And that has come about because of this. Why don't you give that a shot? Think right now. Who, who is it? Someone you haven't spoken to in a long time. Someone who you have not connected with in a long time. Maybe it's someone whose life updates you see there on Facebook from time to time and you have a few questions for them or you want to share something, uh, one of your accomplishments uh, with them. Do it. You know wh- wh- Why not do it? I've been doing it myself for some time now. It feels great. Uh, Next tip from the editorial board, handwrite a thank you note or letter to someone who has helped you. Maybe it's the postal worker who delivers your packages, or maybe it's your third grade teacher. Let someone know you appreciate them and do it uh, with some old-fashioned flair. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Handwritten notes are cool. Pen pals pals are, are a helpful thing and can be therapeutic. I don't do much of that. Uh, My handwriting is kind of poor, and I fear anyone who would be forced to read it may not have an understanding of what is there before them, Uh, but give it a shot. Uh, I I believe that. Uh, Last tip coming from the editorial board is, and this one's real, look someone in the eye and give them a wave next time you venture outside. These masks take away most of our face, right? Right? As I look around, uh, I can see here in, in KSL news Radio here at Broadcast House, uh, we are to be wearing masks when we are moving around. I can see three people right now, and all I see are their eyes. I can't see their smiles. I can't see uh, you know the majority of their face that emotes uh, whatever they're feeling. And so it is beholden on us right now while we're in the mask era. <laughs> Take a good look into into the eyes of someone because that's really all the window we have into what they're feeling uh, and what they're going through. And if we do that, if we make a point to do that and give them that wave, uh, we can feel all the more connected. I, I, I believe that one. And I don't mean to get all touchy-feely on you here, but as I read this editorial board uh, right up I thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm experiencing all of this. And the few accidental times I have taken this advice, uh, you know, absentmindedly, I have felt good. You know, it feels good to get on the phone. Uh, I, I got to get better about the letter writing. Uh, but when you uh, when you deliberately make eye contact with someone and, uh, and share a moment, give a little nod, let them know that, yeah, I, I know, this is tough. What you're going through is tough, too. I'm going through it. We'll get through it. And that's the belief that I have. We will get through this and we'll do so by, uh, you know, uh, being wise, being vigilant and taking good long looks at ourselves and how we are making sure that we remain healthy, both physically and mentally. This is a way to do that. That's it for me.
1: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are.